recording it. You know, Chris, Crystal. Welcome to welcome the Mama's to the Den. Mama's this Den. is how it works. Where if you we slip up talk. to say some shit you ain't trying to talk about, Crystal got you on record. And this is why we have Crystal. This is why we have Crystal. But yeah. look at her over there. But she's I, so cute. But I, I found it very, I found it very interesting to just see how divided everybody was over it. Submissive is a trigger word for most women. Yes. For most women, it is a high trigger word because I feel like we look at it as like. Not like slavery. Weak. Well, I feel like you look at it as weak. Like you're weak. Yeah. But you know what? It's crazy. So I remember going to like um, counseling with Chia and we were talking about that being submissive. And I I will never forget. So one of my homeboys, shout out to my best friend, Jero, his dad, like when he married. Shout out to Jero. Jero, Jero. Jero get a shout out in every episode almost. (laughs) Every episode. (laughs) Where is Jero? We're going to be like, where is Jero? We're going to bring Jero. We're going to bring Jero on the podcast. He's such a... He's conscious great. woke man. No, but his dad, his his dad is a pastor. Shout out to Pastor Gary. Um, and he married his sister. And I remember that he was telling them when they were getting married, he was like, if you're as a husband, if you wake up every day and think about how can I make my wife happy and how can I like make sure all of her needs are met and take care of her. And he was like, and if you as a wife wake up every day and think about how can I make sure my husband is happy and all his needs are met, he was like, then both of you will never be without. So because I, if both of your focus is making sure each other are happy and your needs are met, then no, then you're submissing to one another. So, th- so this is the way that I love, mm-hmm. right? I love this way where like, I do go above and beyond for my partners. Right. Like I do know that. And I think like, even for Jared, like he, he may not think so right now because <laughs> this baby has taken all of our Girl. time and energy for each other. Babies be hating. Oh my God. But be like, hating. you know, like I, I do consider him all the time. Yeah. I definitely could. And we talked about this. Like, I feel like I've needed to take more of a page out of his book to be more unapologetic about doing things for myself. Right. Like taking a girl's trip or not feeling like I'm burdening him if I leave. Because I would say I was like, I'm not worried about the kids when I go away. I'm worried about like the time apart from my man. That's the truth. Right. Right. So I always think about him and we had this conversation. He's much more like, I'm going to go to Vegas next weekend with my friends yeah. and it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting to see that how I've allowed so- at certain times, like a little bit of resentment to creep in Absolutely. because yeah, I, don't take, I don't take the initiative. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a fine line. But mm-hmm. I do agree with what you just said, because I do feel like that's the way I love and would like to be loved in yeah. return is yeah. that if I'm putting you first you put me first so that none of us fall behind in second yep you know yeah I so, don't know I don't know about you guys too is I feel like when I started to love myself individually yep. like more and really put myself first is when I was able to love everybody else or my partner whoever I'm dating whatever it is I was able to love them on a new level because I'm like well this is what I would do for myself absolutely. why don't I do it for you mm-hmm. um yeah but I feel you on that thing with Jared how you're yeah. saying that because I used to feel like that with the kids dad I'm like oh you're just gonna go on a solo trip and he right. like why don't you do it like right. why, what are you waiting for I think we get mad because yeah. we don't feel like we we can or we don't feel like we have the permission to do it and yeah. so it's like a little off-putting when they do it because like I wouldn't do that I wouldn't just go on a solo trip but that doesn't mean that it's and you know wrong what, and you know what their yeah. answer is yeah. well I'm not you yeah and you're Girl, not me right and then, well, then you want to fight right. nobody right. holding you nobody holding you hostage you like <laughs> you right we fighting you no but I feel like too I used to think that submitting was so ghetto like no I'm not doing that like who's doing that this I'm a modern woman and when me and Chia first got together I was really against it and I felt like I had to be super independent like Mm. no you're not gonna tell me what to do and I'm not gonna listen to you you're not my dad and my dad didn't even tell me what to do like type energy and that's when we went to counseling and she was like okay but you know what I mean like is the stuff that he's telling you wrong Mm. like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. so now I feel it just feels good like I totally submit to Chia in that way like if he's right or if he knows something more than me then I'm listening 
But when I know something more, he listens to me. Like, it definitely is equal. And he goes above and beyond for me. And I, I have no problem doing that for him. Like, I would do anything for him because I know Chia would. If I was I like, can you watch Melanie Felicia's kids? He would have did it. 100%. Like he, he's going to do whatever for me because he loves me. And that includes my friends, anybody that I love. If I ask him for a favor for someone else, he'll do it instantly just because he loves me. This is what I want is the balance <laughs> of both of these worlds. Like, I know that I'm going to do this. And I know in return, you're going to do like, yep. it's literally just like a, it's a filling of each other's cups. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, but when it becomes this, Trans- I'm doing so much. Transactional. Yeah, yeah. And overextending myself and you're not really giving it. I'm like, hold on. You holding out over there. I'm, I'm pouring so much into you. You're not giving anything back. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? But you know what? That goes into friendships too, right? Yes. I feel like a one thing that I fell out with a couple girls, right? Through like that we were friends for a long time. And I remember the one thing that they said to me always sticks in my mind. They were like, um, you always bring up what you do for other people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like mad a little bit. They were like, whenever you need to make a point, you're always bringing up, but well, I did this, this, and this for you. And then I was talking to my sister about it. She was like, you do do that, but that is a clear sign. She's like, whenever you're doing something that you shouldn't do, you need to reevaluate the situation and why you're doing it, right? She's like, that's a bad habit, but why are you in relationships where in order for you to get somebody to do something for you, you have to remind them what you've done for them. Mm-hmm. She was like, that's the real issue there. So I remember like, I never want to be that person who has to like bring up a, like, well, I did this for you X, Y, Z. So, so you can do this for me. Like, no, I shouldn't have to like create a dissertation. Why I need a favor. You girl, know what I mean? It girl. reminds you like, Hey, I gave you a kidney. You know, she was like, no, those aren't good relationships when you're constantly having to prove yourself and, and like force somebody to do something for you. It should just come naturally to them because they love you and they care about you. Mm-hmm. She was like, so at that point, like you need to dead those types of relationships where they are transactional or where yeah. you're constantly having to remind people like I matter, I care, like do me a favor. Can you be there for me? And I'm not friends with those people anymore. And I literally have never mentioned that ever again in Girl. any other relationship. So it's crazy. I also feel that it works on like, what is your love language and what are, what appeals to you? What's mm-hmm. your sensibilities? Like some people really do like acts of service yeah. and some people need to live that way and love that way. Some people need to receive that. Some people need words of affirmation. Yeah. Some people need touch. Like I need it all. <laughs> Brand new socks and draws. <laughs> I'm done. I am all the love languages. Sorry. No, but you know what? It's true. I hear like, you though. I yeah. think it's, I, and I think it's knowing what, you know, speaking the same language to your partner and, and it becomes an unspoken language. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're not constantly being like, well, you know, you know each other. Yeah. And I think that that's the difference. So it's very interesting to see what triggers people in yeah. their relationships and that friends work personal, romantic, mm-hmm. whatever it is, about what they are willing to do and where their boundaries are. And you posted something the other day that I reposted was like, know the difference between unconditional love and unconditional... Oh, yeah. It was like, um, unconditional lo- love is not unconditional. Tolerance. Acceptance. Tolerance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. I mean, you have you, to said, you said stop that. We yeah. need mm-hmm. to, y'all need to stop that yeah. or something. Yeah. Unconditional like, love yes. is different than unconditional tolerance. Yeah. Or like, unconditional love does not mean... Unconditional, unconditional tolerance. tolerance yes yeah mm-hmm. that's a Which bar is true that a is bar. Bar. yeah because mm-hmm. some people be like my love knows no limits okay so you just gonna stick around and let any Honey. old thing happen to you no we're not doing that, that in my past relationship i was with my ex for like seven eight years <laughs> any old thing happened <laughs> to you? yes we're and that's what that. i thought i you know lost my virginity to him i thought i was gonna have to stay with him because i was super muslim and felt like i'm going to hell so i definitely have to just make this work because this person i lost my virginity to so we have to get married i can never be with nobody else like you know definitely like that religious trauma you know um oh. But I definitely felt that, like, okay, I'm gonna make it work, and I'm not gonna go to hell because I married him. <laughs> but because, no, I really believe yeah, that, like, maybe God will forgive me because I've only mm-hmm. been with one person. But because of that, I tolerated a lot of stuff, and I, I thought I loved him. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was like, this is what love is. You just deal with it, and you stick through. Mm-hmm. And but even 
you know, for both of us, we were young. So I always like to like insert that because I feel like a lot of people get a bad rep. Like, oh, he's not a good guy or she's not a good girl. But, like, we're out here trying to be married when we're 21. It's a little ridiculous. Man, like, trying to have holes. know yourself. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. we were, like, together from, like, 15 to 21, 22. Like, trying to act like we were married. And I would, was definitely getting mad about stupid stuff. Like, don't go play basketball. Like, that type of energy. Because you're just so, like, it's, like, obsessive. You know what I mean? It's, it's not love. It's obsessive. It's very, it's control. It is it's control, for sure. feel like you have to control somebody. Like, it mm-hmm. really is. And, you know, it's the place that like we're at right now, like even just last night, like Jared wanted to go play basketball. Like he got found a new basketball league. He's been wanting to play basketball for forever. Yeah, that's you know? with soccer. And so like he, he hadn't found a league and then he found some guys to run with and he went twice this week. And literally I'd probably say a version of myself younger would have been like, are oh, you just leaving and you just get to do whatever you want to do. And now I'm just like, no, please go. Mm-hmm. Please go. go fill into yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Like, please go pour in and do things. Yeah. Because I also think that like, it can be exhausting to show up for your partner mm-hmm. without remembering to do things for yourself, yes. right? Because yes. then you're like, well, I'm doing all this for you and I still don't even do anything for myself. Yeah, It really helps, I think, keep the balance in your relationship when you feel like, oh, I do things for myself. Yeah. So I now have room to give for you as well because mm-hmm. that's, I feel like that's partnership. I'm reading yeah. this book called Codependency No More. I pretty Ooh. sure you guys oh, told me about that so good again. it is so good <laughs> but i've had to really learn in past relationships when i was young 19 21 whatever um i think i was very codependent but really codependency is like when you're younger and you see you know let's say somebody's like abusing drugs or alcohol or whatever substance abuse you automatically feel like you need to help that person and you do everything to do that. So when you get into relationships, when you're older, you end up attracting people and you you try to fix them all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's really not necessarily like I need to have somebody next to me, but it's like, how can I need to always help somebody? Mm-hmm. So my relationships reflected that a lot. But then when I got out of relationship, I was like, wait, it's very important for me to focus on myself and really fill up my time with me. And it was uncomfortable to do it at first. But now that it's like, I'm getting more comfortable. I don't know, just getting more comfortable in that space. When I date guys are just like, Oh, well you don't have time. And I'm like, because I'm filling up my time with what it is that I want to do. You know, I'm filling up my time with what makes me happy and a balance where it's like, no baby, you go do your thing. No baby, you go do your thing too. I think that that (laughs) also comes from having security in a relationship. Yeah. Right. Like having an understanding that, doing something for yourself is not a punishment to the other person and it's not and it's not like in counteraction out of like well i'm i'm resentful so now i'm gonna do something for myself it's like no me doing something for myself doesn't mean i want to be away from you Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that i'm trying to take something away from you or just make you feel some type of way i'm just doing me me. and i think that though too that also comes from Mm self-work absolutely you know the projection of what that is where that comes from that insecurity that we all may have for whatever reasons it is Mm -hmm. and i think about like what we come from and what our parents are and who our parents are because it's very interesting my mom and ashley met my mom they they i love her they they fell in love (laughs) because when i talk about fire walking into a room it's the two of them if there's no filter in in people form it's them so they bonded right away, but my mom is such a strong personality, and she's always like, "I should write a book on how to train husbands." Yes, she because, should. You know, dot dot dot. But it's interesting to hear her use language like "train husbands." Mm. I had to train your dad to be this certain way. Yet the same thing is, my mom is the ultimate nurturer. Like, and it's just like what you said. Yep. Like, she's so strong presenting. She's so like forceful, and I was like, "I'm not taking no shit." But I will do everything for you. Yeah. I will do anything for you. But that's why she's you. like that. And I realized that is why I'm like that. I know 
that I will do anything for my friends, for the person that I love. So I'm definitely going to hold your feet to the fire if you're going to be in my life because I already know, like, you got to step up and show up for me because Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to do that shit for you. And in the ways that you need. And it may be different than the ways you show up for, you know? Like, it's it's the smallest things. Like, it really is the smallest things. So... You know, and again, I think it goes back to different love languages, yeah, true. you know, because like I might want my booty and back rubbed all night. Ooh, yes. But, you know, you might need me to, you know, my and, th- and that's my love language. Yeah. So, you know, if I show up for you and serve you and do what it is that you want to do, that might be all I need in return. I, I don't necessarily yeah. need you to do all the yeah. things. But yes, please rub my booty. I feel like please rub my booty. That is, is the best, isn't the it? Best. Rub my booty. <laughs> and can you rub my booty and we don't have touched. to have sex? Yes, just rub my just booty. Just rub my booty. <laughs> That's why I feel triggered by that because there's no way that she is rubbing my booty and we're not having <laughs> it sex. Always, you're like, here we go. That's why y'all got all the damn kids. Yes, she is not allowed to rub anything on me unless there's a condom nearby because don't touch me until he gets his vasectomy. I'm not playing because he always gets me he still wait. He he canceled it again. Yeah, he did. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't trust him right now. <laughs> we talked about this yet, right girl. Now. After so obviously, He's like ridiculous. Ashley and I have daughters that are a month apart, basically, and mm-hmm. so you know we were getting like breastfeeding and finding like you know maternity bras and stuff like that. And I was like, oh Ash, I was like, look at these cute bras I found. She says, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not getting no cute bras. <laughs> And I was like, what? She's like, uh-uh, I'm not wearing nothing cute while I'm in this time. I'm not trying to get pregnant again. I was like, damn, bro. No, Chia is no. Oh, my God, no. Like, he will not stay off of me. And yes, that's nice. But, like, he has no control. And that's why I was like, you have to get a vasectomy. And our, our homies came in town. And I swear to God, the, my homeboy was John. He was going to, he's talking about he's getting a vasectomy. And I was like, oh, you and Chia should go together. And he looked at Chia like, when is your vasectomy? And he was like, I mean, I canceled it, rescheduled it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, do you want another baby? He was like, I mean, we can't have a baby right now. And like those type of answers are very problematic because the answer should be no, we're never having another kid. But when he st- says stuff like, not right now, until we find a house, like, I'm plotting. like, no, there is no yeah, more you're babies like, coming you, out of me. Yeah, what are you not understanding? I don't you? know. <laughs> and we got to hurry up because the way this government acting, I might be up here having 18 babies and they might Girl. make me. So, Girl. no. Mm-mm. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, I'm about but to I, start drinking birth control. But I'm done. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's, 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 I just think that's so funny that he's like about that life. By the way, uh, I know somebody who had a baby... Uh, after their husband got a vasectomy. Then they not, they didn't there wait is a, There is time. a way, yeah, and that's a waiting wait. period. It's like 18 ejaculations. You gotta shoot a bunch of blanks before, like, yeah. you gotta sh- get it all out, the residuals. 18? It's like, it's, it's a lot. It's he a probably like, like, bro, 18? <laughs> You'd be like, how at me for nine of those. No, Good luck. I'm gonna tell you guys something, though. We definitely, oh. I don't, I've never been on birth control. And when we waited seven years before we had a second child, we were using condoms. Because I was like, I'm not, I don't want to take birth control. And he definitely didn't want to get pregnant. And we definitely don't trust this pullout game. I was going to say, pullout method ain't working for y'all. Do you, Wait, have you met kids? two of my children? <laughs> <laughs> two out of four of my children are pullout, pullout children. Pullout method. Pullout method. Doesn't work for us. Okay. You got to know your body. You got to know your man. And sometimes you just got to use that condom, guys. Sorry. Like, even when you, you marry. Everything but that. But yeah, I don't care. I mean, people find it weird. But I'm like, yeah, when you don't want to have another baby, you. Yes. Yeah. I know because Asia is a pullout method. So is Amira, my first and third. <laughs> both both of my babies are well. One of one of Kaya is definitely a miracle baby because I got pregnant on the last day of my cycle. Oh, the science is never supposed to read that. I had a yeah. few days away from ovulation, and here she came on the last she day of that. Meant and, to be, and totally. That's why I just know I'm just like, all right. Like n- both of my kids were not planned. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't mm-hmm. like actively be like, let's try for a baby. Aww. We just had them. Yeah. And, and Cameron, I think, was a... Cameron was a... No, Cameron wasn't a... Cameron was just like, we're not in the danger zone. Oh, Oh, oops. yeah, yeah. Guess we were. 
And Kaya was definitely like, no, we're definitely not in the danger zone. Like, I just was bleeding yesterday. Oh. Nope. Dang, we planned AZ and Tata, the, the second and the last. Yeah, yeah Tata, we definitely you did, did. Plan. We definitely uh-huh. planned Tata. And we were like, oh, chills. I was like, this is the last baby. If you want to have a boy, I was trying like all the, I told him, I was like, we're definitely going to have a girl. But just to entertain you, I would do everything. I was doing all the have a boy diets, boy the calendar. Like, oh, I remember yep. when we made her, like we were doing all the positions like for a boy. And as soon as we were done, I was like, it's a girl. And it was a girl. It's a girl. It was a meant to be. It's a girl. Let's just stop while we're ahead. Yeah, peace. We were just young and in love and just turning up. And I remember sitting on the bed after yoga and I was like, I'm pregnant. Uh Uh-uh. We both just sat there at the end of the bed like, what are we going to do? Guess we're going to keep. And then, okay, so I went to Kaiser Mm -hmm. and I told Lady, I'm like, I think I'm pregnant. And I go in there, take the little test. And she's like, yeah, you're pregnant. She's like, so what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, but I have to go. And I literally, (laughs) she was like, wait, like you need your paper. I was like, no, 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 I have to go. Right. And that's when I told her dad. And he's like, we're just going to keep it. Cool. And then Zen, I definitely was watching my ovulation thing. Oh, you guys planned him. I planned him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I planned him, but I shared my plan. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't push me off. So you planned him too. Yeah, yeah. It was a joy. I'll be clear. If we're doing anything in a danger zone, I will literally stop him midway and be like, FYI. Yeah. It's a danger zone. I'm like, so you're part of it. Absolutely. It's a danger zone. I'm letting you know right now. That's why I feel so damn good. That's why you use condoms, boys and girls. Yes, yeah. and now everyone has learned how ovulation works. Who's listening? If you didn't know how you got pregnant, now you know. And the app does work. And the app, Avula- it, the app does work. Listen, sometimes it's science. it does. Oh, sometimes like I said, it it's science, except for Kaya, because yeah. Kaya literally came. And the craziest part about how Kaya came to is that I was with my homegirl, mm-hmm. and she was talking to me about how sex is with children. And I was like, yo, man, it's hard, because Cameron always wants to come in our bed. And, you know, like, Jared and I, as far as, like, our intimacy, like, we're very much romantic lovers. Aww. So we like the... Like, da- passionate. We like the dance of, like, the foreplay of the... Wine oh, that's dine. my but, I mean, yeah. but it starts from the morning of... The, it oh, starts y'all like, are dramatic. No, it's... Oh right, oh, like, no, no. walk in and hit your ass oh, as you're making yes, pancakes. She She's like, start in the morning, Jared, no, no, get me no. ready, yeah. ready for the No, 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 She's listening my hair. Grace, no, no, no. Send me flowers. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's lit. It's yeah, lit. It's your cancer ass. Stop it's right. not. No, no, no. It's not like that. Like I'm. It's not like it's like a plan thing. It's like an energy thing. Mm-hmm. And like we have to be in that mode of like flirtation and all, it's almost yeah. like being on a date to anticipate Absolutely. getting there, right? That's cute. And that could happen a few hours before. Like I like that. I like the anticipation. Okay. So, so Cameron though, however was a hater. Yeah. He used to come running up in our room. Oh, he would God. not sleep through the night. Thank God he's finally sleeping through the night. Because we're kind of have two children. Let me tell you how my daughter was up for two hours last night. I'm saying long story. But he would always come in our room. And so she was asking us, I was like, it was hard because Cameron wants to come in our bed all the time. It was literally that night, the last night of my cycle, I shouldn't have gotten pregnant. And that was the first time Cameron didn't come into our room, come Ooh. barging in. And we got it in and got pregnant. Okay, well, you so better be Kaya careful. was literally like, like, I'm like, I'm no, 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 get no, in. that vasectomy is scheduled, honey. Oh, okay. Nope. Oh, my we not gosh. Then, though. We not uh-huh. doing it. We not doing it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like I'm done having babies. I better be done. I'm definitely going to submit to Chia, but uh, he better get a vasectomy or we're just going to be holding hands. And that's it. It's going to be a very, uh, very dry ass marriage because I'm not playing with him. 
Girl. No more. I don't want no babies either. Girl, that's five fine. kids? Could no. you imagine? No, 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 no. That's that's bitch. irresponsible. I mean, but look, I have a child. Look at you guys, as as team only child for the longest, <laughs> I was very content being and having an only child. You were like, well, once you have two, you might as well just have no. Eight. Once you have five, you have twenty. That's oh yeah, when guy. people tell you that, yeah, one is like five. Like, so then go for it. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't want that for no. you. Friend. I don't want that for you, friend. I would not be nice. I won't be coming to these podcasts or nothing no more. I'm just gonna go like live in Ohio in a farm somewhere like at that point it's over i can't five kids in la is yeah. that's too much well okay so what i would say is i got one more in me okay one more but if i want you have twins or something like twins? that. twins oh bitch, I'm dying. cody <laughs> we need that's you. why i look at cody i'm like cody i have questions yeah and concerns yeah she, how are you doing over there twins twins is real but she i mean she manages it but all three of her kids i feel like she has triplets i'm gonna be honest yeah Girl. because her kids are so close in age yeah. like that's boys, not even yeah. twins yeah she has triplets that's real. I don't know. We miss you, Cody, though. We FYI. really do. Cody, we need mm, you back. We do. Come back, friend. Come back. We need to know how you got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And we need to know if you serve your man, girl. <laughs> yes. We need to know what's going on. <laughs>